0: The heart and soul of archetypal somatics is through inner work. We enter soma and discover what's there, what's been hidden, and what wants to emerge right now so that it can be held by our conscious awareness. Join me for one on one coaching. You can also find other coaches on my website and let's journey together. Hi, I'm Melissa, and you are listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. Learn about archetypal somatics a new modality for working deeply with symbol and soul through Soma. You can find a lot of info about courses and coaching with me in the show notes of each episode. Find me at synchrosoma at gmail.com and at synchrosoma.com. Now let's dive in. My first episode came out in April of 2020, and I'm about to go on hiatus. I'm doing a couple more episodes, and I just thought it would be fun to highlight that. This has been years now of um, regularly, weekly putting out content here, on the Synchrosoma podcast, free content. And this has been just such a pleasure to be able to do this to dive into little subject matter here and there, themes that are really important to the work of archetypal somatics, shadow work, archetypes, uh, all kinds of evolutionary practices, um, psychology, shamanism. These are my This is my territory and particularly bringing together these streams in a easily digestible, bite-sized content that, that you, listener, people I work with in particular, my clients and students that can take this information and just immediately apply it. If you have not, uh, worked with me. Remember, you can always go get shadow stocking 101 and be able to get deep into the work. It's a it's a little bit of an investment, but I tell you it is going to give back to you generously and continually. So, the cool thing about archetypal somatics practices is that they are a jumping off point for you to get embodied, to begin to explore your own inner world, your own inner landscape, and I, I think that that's a really good way to think of anything. Like let's say you go to do some kind of an exercise, you want to customize it or personalize it to your own experience. Most things that you're going to learn that come into a that come in a class format are going to be generalized. So do this for do this with everything do this with the way you cook do this with the the you know things that people tell you to do for your so-called health you know always be making them your own now of course follow the rules of the road there's places where we work together as a team and it's really important that everybody has the same set of of parameters to work with but when it comes to like your own inner work your cooking whatever you get to be creative and that's the beauty of archetypal somatics is that it's an evolving practice it it has space to bring in all the sorts of um, data from your own reality into it I've I've talked about so many of these subject subjects in so many different ways and and so many times but I feel like this is like one of the most important ones and since I'm not going to be here for a little while um I I want to focus a little bit on this individuation this maturity path the what the whole purpose of the work and that, and that's the way I work with my material. I am constantly going into it. And that doesn't mean I'm thinking all the time, by the way, for those of you who have a lot of mind looping, mind locking, if you're thinking a lot, if you're trying to figure out or fix your life, quit it. You really want to get going with embodiment practices. And and this is a calling. So we are being called to mature, to grow up, to develop. We're here for a reason. Our purpose is development. It isn't to get by or be a winner, you know, be the one with the most success or money. I know there's a few people on the planet like that. Um, And (laughs) interestingly, you know, it's not working out in all the categories in their lives to be in that position. But Forget about them for a minute. Just think about your own maturity process. There's there's really simple ethical things that we can be doing that I lay out in these episodes. You know, I've been talking with people a lot about the handmade life recently because you know, it comes up. Maybe it's because we're getting to the new year or something, but our values, getting getting back to basics, you know, beginner's mind, back to the beginning. Like you know, I have this thing about Peter Pan whenever we have something like, we've heard of the Peter Pan complex, you know, the guy who doesn't ever want to grow up. He just wants to surf all day and all night and he doesn't quite want to, you know, develop into the next stage of his life. But there's something he's really got right. And that is the childlike um, excitement about life and the presence. So the cool thing about not being future tripping or not being in the future, think about what goals I'm going to get or what, you know, successes I'm going to have is that there's a presence possibility. So all the problems that we think we have, there are solutions inside of them. So if you happen to be a person who's kind of immature, who's not growing up, who's not, you know, taking care of your business, who's avoidant, who's, you know, maybe relying on other people to take care of you, meanwhile, you're in an adult body, there's instead of judging yourself for that, let's keep the positives of that presence, you know, um, not being hooked into materialism the way that, you know, the culture really wants us to be and being more active and present in the moment, having a good day, handmaking our life. So this is why the handmade life is probably one of the most crucial things besides the heart path. And of course I will be announcing that on here at some point when heart path starts this coming year. Um, you know, shadow work, integrating shadow, stalking shadow. These are really important things. The companion to that is the handmade life. It's like the foundation. None of us are meant to be working, uh, five days a week Uh, what is it, eight hours a day, or for a lot of people, it's 10, 12 hours a day and seven days a week or six days a week. If you own your own business, you know what I'm talking about. There's like work, 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 work. Most of us would be better off psycho-spiritually, physically, if we worked some and then we spent the other time doing labor, attending to our daily lives, doing our own gardening, our cooking, our cleaning, not hiring other people to do that. A lot of people, you know, they they get this lifestyle so that they can hire other people to do their personal business for them. My suggestion, of course, everybody specializes in things like you're not going to give yourself a massage. I mean, you you can for the most part, but you can also... You know, we, we go to certain people for services, you know, coaching or um, something like massage or, you know, we go to the doctor to do something. I'm not saying to give those things up, but there's a lot of things. The example I used today with somebody is why have a robot vacuum your house? You will do much better job. And it actually gives you the exercise you want if you're cleaning your own floor. The Handmade Life is a daily, you know, this is Peter Pan who actually grew up. Peter Pan who actually became, who expanded into a grown man who attends to his, um, like instead of Never Never Land, it's Everywhere Everywhere Land. It's Dominion. It's It's being the king. It's, containing and having responsibility for my environment. That's what we want to do. So just check it out. Check out your life. Are you scrambling away at some job so that you can pay somebody else to cook your food for you or something like, you know, taking, getting takeout all the time? So we know that just because somebody has a success in some part of their life, like maybe they've got a bunch of businesses that are you know, bringing in money or something. That doesn't mean they are mature. And I've said this again and again, maturity means that you have stewardship over your life, not just that you work for yourself and cook and clean, but you also have a priority of caring about your environment, your neighborhood, um, the way you talk to people, The way you interact with strangers, the way you behave on the road, you know, are you a team player on the road? Are you helping people get into traffic that are sitting there waiting and nobody's letting them in? Are you the one that's stopping at that driveway and saying, come on in, you you go ahead and go? I mean, you're literally saving one second by not letting somebody in to the, you know, there's, there's no time being saved by being... Uh, greedy in line anywhere. Let people in. You know, so how's your maturity? Are you a steward of your reality? Are you taking care of your community, your family, your environment um, the best you can, of course? Um, and, and I'm not trying to sound ableist here at all. People with different kinds of abilities are hugely contributing. To the culture. I happen to be um, have a family member that I grew up with that had was not abled in the same way that the rest of us were. And I learned a tremendous amount about the, the faulty idea that having an able body in all these ways or being able to see or hear or something like that made you more productive or contribute more. Not true at all. There's plenty of people out there not contributing at all, or contributing well, who are totally able to, so um, it's really, maturity has nothing to do with any of your identity markers, your sex, your gender, your, how able-bodied you are, how much money you have, being a responsible contributor to society has to do with your um, ability to witness, first of all, Stock be able to see what's going on and organize it, make sense of everything so that you're, like I said, being a powerful contributor to this reality, a steward, and and adding in those ethical things, doing better, doing better, being kinder when you can, especially when it's important, when somebody's polarized with you. Or when you've gotten sucked into some position, are you able to back down and be humble and have some humility in a situation? Um, is it important for you to have the image of somebody mature, but you're actually behaving in an immature way? This is what the evolution is all about. I And I've talked about on here that the idea of healing something is not very valuable or useful in terms of real maturity or shadow integration or um handmaking life who cares who cares if we're healed or well or any of that kind of stuff um that stuff happens as you go through life and you develop and you evolve and you mature so i like to think of some i like to think of evolving now we know sometimes to evolve a part of the planet there has to be a major eruption or a rift or something breaking or you know one one plate on top of another plate causing earthquakes or lava flows you know evolution does not always mean some pretty growth that just gets more and more and better and better sometimes there's a destructive quality to it and um sometimes you have to make some drastic changes. Sometimes something serious has to occur where you're being very intentional. You're being very purposeful. You're taking right action based on the data you have. You're doing the best you can to make a move. You know, there's a great saying that if something isn't going right, do something different, anything different. So it doesn't mean like you have to pick the exact right thing. Just make a move, you know, take some action, take some and do your best to take right action. And this is what really helps us evolve and develop and grow. And so as we get to the end of the year and get towards the new year, um, I'm going to suggest that we, like Peter Pan, like a growing up Peter Pan, we get present, we get into the uh, stewardship of our little islands We maybe have a few earthquakes here and there, let some lava flow, and we take this responsibility for this dominion, this place, wherever it is that we are in the now, and show up for it. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.